The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It's 21 after 9. Remember, you can be part of the conversation this morning. The number to use, 011-714-2006. That's 011-714-2006. You can also WhatsApp us your voice notes and your messages on 614 And certainly lots to talk about uh, today. And uh, I don't know if you saw the breaking news last night about Bill and Melinda Gates and how they get getting a divorce and, you know, all sorts of uh, concerns. They have two trillion rand worth of wealth between them. Two trillion rand and big questions about uh, some of the companies and even foundations that are held under them. So uh, that's certainly news that is going to rock at least different parts of the technology world in the next coming days. Well, let's turn our attention to this now. Uh, The country is battling with a skills shortage and the worrying uh, issue, this is for the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, is that African students are failing competency tests. Now, Robert Zwane is the Senior Executive National Projects at the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants. Robert, good morning to you. Good morning, uh, Kathy, and good morning to your listeners. Firstly, let's just talk about, you know, the kind of results that you, that we are seeing. I suppose comparatively, um, how, when you when you look at the, the, the different averages, how much lower are the averages of African students versus uh, versus of other students? So, uh, and 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 Kathy, uh, just to contextualize it first, sure. uh, we're talking about uh, I'll use the word candidates than uh, students. Oh yes, and yes, wh- okay, and, okay. And why that is so, so that your listeners also just get to understand that these are candidates that have already completed their degrees, of course, and of are course. already mm. in their workplace getting their articles or their training program, and uh, the difference in passing rate uh, in uh, in past rate over the last few years has been quite worrying, Kathy. We have seen a decrease in past rates uh, for all the groups over the last three or four years. However, what's even more worrying is that our African candidates, uh, the drop has been significant. And what that has done is it has also widened the gap between the white and uh, the, 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 the African pass rates. So our overall pass rate for our 2020 exam that was written in, uh, in, 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 in December last year was 43%. Mm. Whites were sitting with a 64% pass rate and black were sitting at a 24 or, or African sitting at a 24% pass rate. Mm. So that is what is significantly concerning us, uh, Kathy, that that uh, uh, pass rate is just showing so much of our problems in that it's widening uh, too mm. much over the last few years. Mm. It's it's 24% um, of candidates who are already in the workspace. Is this people who are, are serving their articles? Absolutely. So, Kathy, so to qualify as a chartered accountant in South Africa and for you to be eligible to be a member of FICA, you would do a three-year degree generally and a a, a one-year uh, postgraduate di- uh, di- uh, diploma. Once you've completed those four years at university, you then enter our training program or what we commonly known as articles, and that's a minimum of three years. In January of your first year, you write our first board exam, which we call ITC. In 
November of your second year, you write mm-hmm. the second board exam, which we call the Assessment of Professional Competence. The results I've just shared with you, Kathy, are for the second board exam. So these are candidates who are very close to qualifying as, uh, as CAs. And then at that point, we seem to be experiencing some challenges because candidates are not uh, are passing uh, uh, that exam. And, and as I've said, worrying to us is the fact that it's the African pass rate that has decreased significantly Mm. over the last few years. Mm. And Kathy, to share with you as well, of the last few years, we've engaged with a number of stakeholders at the universities, the firms. We've also engaged with the with the candidates themselves and mm. then implemented a number mm. of interventions to deal with what we believed were some of those uh, problems. Candidates spoke about exposure. We uh, uh, had uh, we had uh, developed case studies for different industries. We raised funding to get a, a support program for our repeat candidates. However, we are still standing in 2021 and the pass rates have not improved and therefore that means that we are, we have not addressed the root cause mm. and that is why Katie, what we have done as SICA is just commissioned uh, an, an independent study into the full value chain to understand what could be the issues that are causing the results not to, to improve. Uh, so we have ideas, candidates have raised ideas but we want independent research to look at those so we can come up with long-lasting solutions to address this. However, Robert, Kathy, you, you mm-hmm. know, at, at face value, one would think that being able to be in the workplace uh, on on some level may equalize the playing field in that, and, and I'm not talking about whether it's salaries or whether people are getting paid uh, equally or even that are being treated equally, but that you are being exposed, one would imagine, to the same things, to the same same type of resources. So does the research then suggest that that is in fact not the case and not the experience of those who are doing their articles in different um, in different uh, companies? So anecdotally, uh, uh, candidates have come through and said they are experiencing issues. We have uh, uh, certain aspects. Let's look at the whole value chain. We have SICA that's setting the, the, the exam, uh, and candidates have raised some aspects of uh, within SICA that will be looking into, that the independent research will be looking into. Other candidates have raised aspects relating to uh, exposure, as you've mentioned, and therefore we are now do, doing that study to see if it can corroborate those aspects or whether, or, or just to see what comes up. So there are uh, candidates that have raised aspects of uh, exposure that they might not be exposed both to the to to the relevant uh, uh, competences that they need, but those studies we are still doing to fully understand what those aspects are and uh, uh, other things as well. Kate, we have been engaging with the heads of those uh, firms where the candidates are or uh, training officers where the candidates are doing uh, their articles to look at how we can better support uh, candidates in that regard, and that is why. We talk about the study that we are doing, Katie. However, we are, we've just broken our plan into two parts. One, we have a short-term uh, intervention kind of a plan that looks at how do we assist the candidates that are in the pipeline this year 
because they are writing again in December, and we mm. hope uh, we hope that there will be improvements uh, in that regard while we run uh, a deeper study to fully understand the issues that we are experiencing. As you would know, Kathy, um, uh, in 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 consultancy, consultancy language, people talk about wicked problems or adaptive problems. And these are problems that have a number of root causes and also might require a number of interventions as solutions. And we're seeing that that this is something that is a lot more bigger. And that is why we've commissioned the study to ensure that we have deeper and independent and objective uh, understanding of the issues. Robert, uh, I wanted to please stay on the line because uh, after the news headlines, I just want to hear from you about what the impact of this will be on the accounting profession in general, but also on attempts to transform the industry. You know, if we're not having enough African people qualify, what does that mean in the long run for the state of the profession? Robert Zwane is with the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants. Unfortunately, the figures do not look good. Only 24% of African students passing in the last, uh, you know, results that have been made available. It's part of our thinking point today. You can also weigh in on this conversation. Uh, Vivian Banga from Cape Town, I'm going to read your message after this. You know, as a student, not a student, but one of the people who's been struggling to actually get their certificate of theory in accounting. It's 9.30. Let's go to the news headlines with Luanda Maome. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the thinking point today. And of course, uh, what we're talking about is the low results that have been uh, recorded within the accounting profession. And in particular, for those who are attempting to qualify to get official uh, recognition as chartered accountants and 24% for African candidates. So, Robert, what is the impact of this on the profession, I suppose, uh, in the medium to to long term? If we don't have enough people qualifying, firstly, and especially if we don't have enough African people qualifying? Kathy, uh, this is, uh, has a significant impact. If you look at us as an organization, as SICA, we have uh, mainly from our nation building and education uh, unit, we have mainly two objectives. One is produce chartered accountants, produce quality chartered accountants. Two, transform the profession uh, from a gen- race and gender perspective to reflect our country, to reflect the demographics of our country. So those are two core things that we are, we are driven by from my division. And everything that we do is towards that. We run a number of initiatives, Kathy, to ensure that we are transforming our, our membership register. So if we have candidates that are already at the tip of finishing uh, and qualifying as chartered accountants and not getting out, it means we are not meeting those objectives because mm. we are highly invested in transforming our profession. So this is very, very important because as a board, one of our key strategic pillars is transformation and growing or transforming and growing the profession. But we are not doing that if candidates are not uh, passing our, our final uh, assessment. And therefore, we need to fully understand what that is. And if they are not qualifying, it means uh, people are not getting getting out and becoming CAs and therefore candidates will often know and will talk about employability after those kind of uh, uh, 
matters because once they qualify as CAs, candidates also want to endeavor into different professions and mm. all of those aspects. Mm. So there is a significant uh, impact uh, if we continue to not uh, improve our results. However, Kesley, as I've indicated, all of our stakeholders, all of our key stakeholders, the training offices, the universities, all of them are, are very invested in looking at a solution. And that is why over the last few weeks uh, or few days, actually, we have met with a number of our stakeholders and a number of our stakeholders have raised their hands to say this is what we believe is an issue. Right. Uh, there's already a study that is looking at uh, those aspects as well, Kathy. Robert, I want to read this message to you very quickly. It's, it's from Viewen Banga in Cape Town, who says, I'm one of the students who's been struggling with passing the Certificate of Theory in Accounting, CTA, due to lack of financial resources. I'm working. I've tried to study part-time, but it's exceptionally hard when you have to take care of your family. Saika invests a great deal in full-time studies. I was one of those students who benefited. However, I think they should also consider investing in part-time studies, especially regarding us previously disadvantaged students. Financial resources are pivotal in ensuring that more students qualify as CAs. Kathy, viewer has a, a, a raises quite a significantly important point. Um, and uh, viewer is very correct. As SICA, we run a flagship bursary program uh, that's called the Tutuka Bursary Program. We currently fund African and colored students because that's where we still had a, uh, we still had imbalances in terms of representation, uh, Kathy. And now bursary is run in quite a number of best, uh, of universities uh, that runs uh, on an undergrad and a CTA level. That's the the, 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 the certificate in the theory of accounting that viewer is referring to. However, our bursary uh, is founded upon students being housed at residences, students being given additional support, and that is why our bursary doesn't focus on those students that are studying part-time. And viewer is, is, is quite right, because we, for us to also improve on our transformation statistics, we mm-hmm. also need to assist those students that are studying part-time. And that is why, viewer, we are actually engaging with some of our distance uh, education providers to look at how we can assist them. We are actually uh, soon to pilot an, an, a support program for students that are studying uh, part-time. And uh, viewer, if you contact us uh, at Saika, uh, Saika at uh, for attention, Robert, uh, once that uh, uh, program is fully uh, running, we will give you all the information for you to look at how you can come through and join that program. But you're very right. For us to support students holistically, we also need to look at those students that are studying part-time mm-hmm. Because that is a great challenge in South Africa. And uh, as viewer has already alluded to it, it would mostly, those uh, studying part time would, would mostly be those students that are transformational candidates, those students that do not have the resources. And therefore, we do need to look at how we assist those as well. All Thanks, right. Uh, Robert, uh, there, there are quite a, a few people who are getting in touch with us because they want to ask very specific questions to you in terms of some of the work that you're doing as SIC. And remember, you can also uh, use the phone line 011 714 2006. So let me quickly go to